0: Bray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Welcome to it. 888-933-93. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, wow. So, what a great debate last night, huh? <laughs> Man, that was fun. That was just fun. <laughs>
2: yeah, uh, it was more fun the way I did it. I uh, fell asleep uh, watching the Braves game before the debate started. So, mm. I didn't get to enjoy it until uh, much later on in the middle of the night. Um, And I watched it, and boy, it was so good. So good, but I wish I'd seen it in real time.
1: The class warfare garbage, the Marxism, that's all that comes out of their mouths. They they are so trained in the art of Marxism now that they can't do anything else. They're just a one-trick pony now. Oh, uh, billionaires, big, big, corporations, billionaires, big <laughs> corporations, billionaires, big corporations, billionaires, big corporations, billionaires. That's all they know how to say and talk about. i It's unbelievable. The economy needs to work for everybody. I'm sorry, there's no economy in the history of the world that works for everybody. I mean... Maybe if everybody applied themselves equally, it, it would. I don't know. I don't know, but there are going to be winners and losers. There, there are going to be. We're not picking them, though. I, I mean, you have a lot to say about it, whether a winner or a loser in the economy. There, there are millions of people who have picked themselves up out of abject poverty and gone on to incredible success and wealth. In this system, it has brought, you know, 400 to 600 million out of poverty in China. Because they finally started using a capitalist hybrid along with their communism. And yet, the Democrats in this country are still convinced it's not working. The government's got to fix it for you. The government's got to do everything for you. It's just, oh, it's... It's unbearable. It really is. It's unbearable. Um, so difficult to watch and listen to. So And it's
2: difficult. only night number one.
1: Yeah, yep. Got so many more of these to go. I mean, the dumbest line of the night was it Klobuchar or or Gabbard? If billionaires can pay off their yachts, students should be able to pay off their loans. What? First of all, what does one have to do with the other at all? They've got nothing to do with each other. Of course, billionaires can pay off their yachts (laughs) if they want to, if they've got one.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that was Klobuchar.
1: Yeah, Klobuchar. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then students should be able to pay for their loans? Well, not if they never worked for it, and not if they... Uh, don't have a decent job, and not if they got a lot of college debt that they shouldn't have gotten. (laughs) Just asinine. If billionaires can pay off their yachts, students can pay off their debts. Uh, Why? Uh, How is? Do the math on that for me. And then the Beto uh, Spanish Hispandering, just unreal.
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, And then Cory Booker, of course, attempted it as well yes and he he yeah. screwed up you could just tell his was awkward and he wasn't happy because uh beto stole his thunder he had to know that beto was gonna do that but he, he there's pictures out there where cory booker is kind of looking over to
1: his left like
2: oh bro i was gonna do that <laughs> so
1: whatever Ugh. uh and then i love uh B- booker too with the uh citizens united blah 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 corporations blah 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 billionaires blah blah corporations <laughs> blah blah citizens united um stop bitching about citizen united it's settled law
2: yes.
1: settled law Good. Oh man, I'm so tired of hearing about it. That's the only law in the world ruled on by the Supreme Court that's not etched in the Constitution. All of a sudden, and not settled in law and precedent. I <laughs> mean, what about the precedent on that settled law? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just uh-huh. agonizing. We'll get to, we'll get to their uh, clips oh. coming up here in a second. Goody. Um, from Miss Lissa, this tweet. Uh, from the, during the debate last night, this debate is begging for your laugh track. That's for <laughs> sure. <laughs> that would have made it much more bearable. Seriously, yeah. <laughs> much more bearable. Uh huh. And from Arthur Schwartz, I need subtitles for a debate in the United States. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's right, man. So stupid. The pandering. Oh man. Yep. Um. Also. You know, maybe you want your ears to be plugged up for the next debate tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, but um, <laughs> so after tonight, mm-hmm. maybe then you, wanna, you can do something. About then you want to get them cleaned out,
2: okay.
1: <laughs> uh, And we've got just the thing to do that. It's Wax RX. If your ears itch, or you have some pain there, or you're always asking people what, and you just you just can't hear things, you have to turn the TV up to a thousand, um, then this could be exactly what you need. Developed by physicians. It's the same basic thing that doctors do in their office. You just pay a lot less for it because you can do it at home by yourself. Try the Wax RX system risk free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com and use the offer code radio at checkout. They're going to give you free shipping. Finally, a real solution for stubborn earwax buildup it's usewaxrx.com, offer code radio. gray uh plus I had a nice little technical glitch uh <laughs> which was kind of fun which and never happens here by the
2: way no of course that's right of course when it does here it, it's typically quickly corrected but not on msnbc that thing went
1: on and on wow and you know they were just asking for trouble with what five moderators and 20 candidates uh that's tough to pull off if yeah. everything goes smoothly It it didn't quite. And even the president uh, tweeted about this. But uh, here's what happened.
3: We are less than 50 miles from Parkland, Florida, where 17 people were killed in a school shooting last year and where there has been significant activism on gun violence ever since. Many of you are calling for a restoration of an assault weapons ban. But even if implemented, there will still be hundreds of millions of guns in this country. Should there be a role for are the federal here? government? Sure mics are on. Uh, everybody's mics are on. I, have, I think we have a... I heard that, too. That's okay. I think we had a little mic issue in the back.
4: Control room, we've got contrary we have the I think audio. we
3: heard... Yeah, we have the audience audio. Contrary All audio. Right. So the question is simply this. We're, ta- we're from... I apologize. You guys didn't get to hear this, uh, the first part of the question. Obviously, we're not far from Parkland, Florida. Uh, gun activism mm-hmm. has become uh, a big part of high school life up yeah. there in Broward County. Many of you are calling for tighter gun restrictions. Some of you are calling for the restoration of the assault weapons ban. But even if it's put in place, there's still going to be perhaps hundreds <laughs> of millions of guns still on the streets. Is there a role for the federal government in order to play really in order to bad. get these guns off the streets? People, it's
1: not that hard. <laughs> That's not even a
3: technical glitch.
1: Just somebody oh leave it a mic up. We are
3: hearing our colleagues' audio. If the control room could turn the off the mics.
5: yeah.
3: If the control room can turn off the mics of our yeah. previous yeah. moderators, we will. No, I think it's, <laughs> it's
5: the <fire> moderators. <laughs> you know, we prepared for yes. everything.
3: Guess what, guys? We We are going to take a quick break. We're going to get this technical uh, situation fixed. We will be right back.
2: (laughs) Well, that was a good halftime show there in the middle of the debate.
1: Yeah, it was. (laughs) Uh, Not even a a technical glitch. That's just stupidity. That's just incompetence. Somebody didn't turn down a microphone. That's pretty easy to do. Yeah, in the control room. Turn down the mics! Jeez. (laughs) Hello, Martin, you've been warned.
2: (laughs) There's no quarter for you if you leave a mic on, brother. (laughs) Wow. Well, I mean, after how many times? I mean, that clip right there is a minute 41. Yeah. And and it was never solved. It was solved by Chuck Todd throwing into a commercial.
1: Right. (laughs) Right. I mean, that's nuts. Oh, boy. All right. So we get to the actual meat of the debate as if there really was. It was all kale. Last night. It was all <laughs> kale and quinoa. Well that's fitting. Mm-hmm. There was <laughs> no meat. I guarantee it. But uh here's Elizabeth Warren's opening statement.
4: And we'll start this evening with Senator Elizabeth Warren. Senator, good evening to you. Thank you. It's you have dangerous. many plans: free college, free childcare, government health care, cancellation of student debt, <laughs> new taxes, new regulations, the breakup of major corporations. Mm-hmm. But this comes at a time when 71% of Americans say the economy is doing well, including 60% of Democrats. What do you say to those who worry this kind of significant change could be risky to the economy?
6: So I think of it this way. Who is this economy really working for?
1: Oh, it's doing great Here we go.
6: for a thinner and thinner slice mm. at the top. It's doing great for giant drug companies. It's just not doing great for people who are trying to get a prescription filled. It's doing great for people who want to invest in private prisons, just not for the African Americans and Latinx whose families are torn apart, whose lives are destroyed, and whose communities Uh. are ruined. It's doing great for giant oil companies that want to drill everywhere, just not for the rest of us who are watching climate change bear down on us. When you've got a government, when you've got an economy that does Uh. great for those with money, and isn't doing great for everyone else mm-hmm. that is corruption mm-hmm. pure and simple we need to call it out we need to attack it head on and we need to make structural change in our government in our economy and in our country
1: <laughs> i can't take it i seriously can't take it
2: i mean and this is only the beginning folks oh man we're just getting started with the Karl marx uh, debate stage yeah. last night
1: yeah That's what they should have made it. They should have named it the Karl Marx debate stage. That would have been perfect. So we go back to the Karl Marx debate stage (laughs) and listen to more Marxism from our candidates tonight. Okay, so it's only working for the very wealthy. Yeah. 60%. So 60% of the Democrats who think the economy is great, they're Mm -hmm. all wealthy. 60% of Democrats, they're all wealthy.
2: And 71% of of Americans overall,
1: overall, I believe. overall was I,
2: it? Yeah, I believe that's seventy-one percent the entire nation. If I'm not Jeez. mistaken, yeah.
1: I, and so those are only that's only Exxon Mobil uh, employees. Yeah. Well, executives, the employees aren't doing anything. Yeah, it's only ExxonMobil Mobil uh, executives who who are doing well. That's seventy-one percent of the country. Uh, and here's Elizabeth. Uh, talking about guns this is going to be fun too
6: in this period of time that i've been running for president i've had more than a hundred town halls i've taken more than two thousand unfiltered questions and the single hardest question i've gotten i got one from a little boy and i got one from a little girl and that is to say when you're president how are you going to keep us safe that's our responsibility as adults Seven children will die today from gun violence, children and teenagers. And they won't just die in mass shootings. They'll die on sidewalks. They'll die in playgrounds. They'll die in people's backyards. Gun violence is a national health emergency in this country. And we need to treat it like that. So what can we do... We can do the things that are sensible. We can do the universal background checks. We can ban the weapons of war. But we can also double down on the research and find out what really works. Where it is that we can make the differences at the margins that will keep our children safe. We need to treat this like the virus that's killing our children.
3: Uh, You didn't address, do you you think the federal government needs to go and figure out a way to get the guns that are already out there? What I
6: think we need to do is we need to treat it like a serious research problem, which we have not done. You know, guns in the hands of a collector who's had them for decades, Mm -hmm. who's never fired, them, who takes safety seriously, that's (laughs) very different from guns that are sold and turned over quickly. We Mm -hmm. can't treat this as an across-the-board problem. We have to treat Treat it it like like a a public health emergency. That means bring data to bear, and it means make real change in this country, whether it's politically popular or not.
2: (laughs) But answer the question, are you gonna go get the guns or not? (laughs) All night. Well, what I'm gonna do is treat it like a virus,
1: Mm -hmm. Keith. I'm gonna treat it like a virus. Well, we have to bring data to bear, Pat. Yes. We have to do more research, and we have to treat it like a virus, Mm -hmm. like children are dying from a virus. So what I want to do is treat it like a virus. Mm -hmm. She found a catchphrase, and uh, she's going to beat that to death. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And apparently the only people that practice gun safety are gun collectors that haven't fired a weapon in years. Oh, my gosh. I can't
1: take it. It's it's agonizing. It's hard to get through. This is a rough. Yeah, it is rough. It is element of this is the kitty table. (laughs) This is the kitty table.
2: Oh, you are you timed that surgery. (laughs) You timed your Friday surgery, so you have to talk about round two.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, it turns out. Yeah, I'm not that. I'm not that upset about it (laughs) (laughs) now.
2: I know. What's worse, Uh, listening to round two or going (laughs) under the knife? Oh, oh man. so bad, and that's and that's her answer. I, wait till we play Booker's answer on guns. Oh my god, I'm excited.
1: Yeah, his answer is great. Mm-hmm. You're gonna love it. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. How'd you like to be sailing the Mediterranean next spring? Um, this is gonna be a lot of fun, and Glenn will be on this cruise. Bill O'Reilly, Stu, David Barton, Rabbi Lappin. um a lot of people giving you a lot of great information. On a 14-day adventure, next spring, sailing to uh, Venice, Italy, you'll sail to uh, Jerusalem, stop in Croatia, Athens, Greece. I mean, this is just an incredible cruise with some of the coolest places you'll ever visit. Um, Exploring Venice, the birthplace of commerce, touring Greece, where the origin of democracy and and the republic (laughs) happened. Uh, You can walk where Jesus and his disciples shared the gospel that sparked Christianity. Bring your kids. Bring your grandkids. Um, Have an incredible experience with the whole family. Visit ComeSailAway.com today and learn all the details. Check out the different packages that are available. It's Come (laughs) ComeSailAway.com Unleashed. So if you watched the debate last night, uh, do you understand how evil rich people are by now? I hope you do, because uh, yeah. they, they pretty well hammered it, uh, and I, I hope you understand it by now.
2: And round two um, is tonight, so if you, need, if you need an advanced course...
1: Yeah, you're going to get that. <laughs> you will get that. Uh, here's Cory Booker on uh, whether or not he's going to take the guns.
7: Well, first of all, I want to say my colleague and I both have been hearing this on the campaign trail. But what's even worse is I hear gunshots in my neighborhood. I think I'm the only one. I hope I'm the only one on this panel here that had seven people shot in their neighborhood just last week. Someone I knew, Shahad Smith, was killed with an assault rifle at the top of my block last year. Okay. For millions of Americans, this is not a Pause policy. Pause just a yes, second. Yes, please this do.
1: Okay. In your neighborhood, douche. Uh You've got the toughest gun laws in the country. Mm -hmm. New Jersey has the most stringent gun laws anywhere, with the possible exception of Chicago, which is more bloody than New Jersey. Boy, talk about an indictment of your home
2: state. Yeah, I don't know if anybody else up here uh, (sighs) live in a place that sucks as much as New Jersey. Seven people shot in my neighborhood last yeah. week. Anybody else?
1: And by the way, uh, none of our gun laws worked. So, uh, <laughs> anybody else got any ideas? Because I'm stumped. I mean, I'm I, stumped. That's my own state.
2: Right. I, I was the mayor <clears throat> for like eight years in Newark. Jeez. And I did nothing to stop seven so murders in one week in my neighborhood. What in the world? Ugh. So
1: bad. All right, let's hear the rest. Top of my block last year. Top of my block For millions last of Americans,
7: year. this is not a policy issue. This is an urgency. And for those who have not been directly affected, they're tired of living in a country where their kids go to school to learn about reading, writing, and arithmetic, and how to deal with an active shooter in their school. This is something that I'm tired of, and I'm tired of hearing people, all they have to offer is thoughts and prayers. In my faith, people say faith without works is dead. So we will find a way. But the reason we have a problem right now is we've let the, the corporate gun lobby frame this debate. It is time that we have bold actions and a bold agenda. I will get that done as about President to kill of the United somebody. States, <laughs> because Look this that. is not about policy. This is personal. That's Thank
1: you. Terrible. Thank you. Wow. This is, what, that's Please. great. It's not about
2: politics. It's this personal. is personal.
1: It's not about policy. It's personal. Wow, that's, There's that's, another cute little catchphrase. <laughs> yeah,
2: why don't you work nice. on the Garden State before you worry about the whole country? No kidding. Get that in I mean, line, man. You just man. told us how Bad your laws are <laughs> and how and terrible how it doesn't work. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you want to to keep the country safe? That is unbelievable. Work on your state, man. Mm. You got a pet project to focus on before you worry about the rest of us. How
1: pathetic is that? Why would you even bring that up? Right. Doesn't that tell people, <laughs> well, you've got a really bad problem that you can't fix in your own stupid <laughs> state, which has been run by Democrats for 70 years.
2: <sighs> I
1: can't jeez
2: oh Oh. 20 minutes 20 minutes in (laughs) you you want to break this up you want to just power through (laughs) i Mm. mean we've got the uh don't forget we got the pirate wedding we got to
1: talk about (laughs) yeah i can't wait to get to the pirate wedding (laughs) at least that won't make you gouge your eyeballs out
2: no but it'll show you how we got here
1: (laughs) (sighs) um all right, Elizabeth Warren was talking about Medicare for All. This is, uh, this is fun, too.
6: <laughs> I'm with Bernie on Medicare for All, and let me tell you why. She's with Bernie. I spent a big chunk of my life studying why families go broke. And one of the number one reasons is the
1: one cost of, the of number healthcare, one, p- medical bills. Put that bills. in pause for a second. And that's- one of the number... There's only one number one reason, stupid. One of the number one reasons. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, these people are just so stupid. All right, let's hear Number one reasons
6: mm-hmm. is the cost of health care, medical bills. And that's, that's not just for people who reason. don't have insurance. <laughs> it's for people who have insurance. What are the other ones? Look at the business model of an insurance company. Mm-hmm. It's to bring in as many dollars as they can in premiums and to pay out as few dollars as possible for your health care. Oh, that leaves families with rising premiums, rising co-pays, and fighting with insurance companies to try to get the health care that their doctors say that they and their children need. Medicare for all solves that problem. And I understand. There are a lot of politicians who say, oh, it's just not possible. We just can't do it. It's have a lot of political reasons for this. What they're really telling you is they just won't fight for it. Well, healthcare is a basic human right, and I will fight
4: for
2: basic human rights. that. Wait a minute. I'm confused. Is, mm-hmm. is healthcare mm-hmm. a basic human right? I heard it was a basic human, human right. I did, too. So now I'm lost on yeah, that. Yeah, uh, it's very confusing. Which, by the way, it just occurs to me. I can't wait. There's going to be fireworks tonight between Bernie and Hickenlooper on that. Mm-hmm. On. On on pretty on much, much anything, but all. Medicare for all, yeah. yeah. I, I'm predicting that's where we're going to have some fireworks tonight.
1: And Hickenlooper Looper probably get booed by this crowd. You're they, right. They're Good lapping point. up the Marxism, and he will get booed again. Man. I mean, the guy's got no chance. He's got no chance in this fight because the Democrats are now communists. They're Marxist communists. ta Ta-da! So, where are you supposed to go with this? On the Karl Marx Memorial Debate Stage. I mean, everything they're talking about is Marxism. Everybody who has made any money or has a decent-sized corporation, uh, you're evil. You're just plain evil. Anybody who makes money in capitalism is evil. And they don't don't want any good things to happen. They just want to uh, screw the little guy. That's all they're in this for is to really harm American people.
2: I mean, it is no longer, you're right. This is Marxism straight up. It is. And, and it's no longer around the edges. <clears throat> nope. It's no longer like, well, part of my plan, you know, is going to sound like, you know, socialist or whatever. No, it's, I mean, they are All of right it. in the thick of it now. Every one of them. That's a mainstream of the Democratic Party now, is that kind of ideology.
1: It's really agonizing. It's, it's hard, and again, hard to listen to. It's terrifying, man. Um, So Tim Ryan and Tulsi Gabbard got into a little back and forth on Afghanistan. Uh, Here's that exchange.
4: Today, the Taliban claimed responsibility for killing two American service members in Afghanistan. Uh, Leaders as disparate as President Obama and President Trump have both said that they want to end U.S. involvement in Afghanistan. But it isn't over for America. Why isn't it over? Why can't presidents of very different parties and very different temperaments get us out of there? And how could you?
8: I appreciate that question. So I've I've been in Congress 17 years, and 12 of those years I've sat on the Armed Services Committee, either the Defense Appropriations Committee or the Armed Services Committee. And the lesson that I've learned over the years is that you have to stay engaged in these situations. Nobody likes it. It's long. It's tedious. But right now we have, so I would say, we must be engaged in this. We must have our State Department engaged, we must have our military engaged to the st- to the extent they need to be. But the reality of it is, this president doesn't even have people appointed in the State Department to deal with these things. Whether we're talking about Central America, whether we're talking about Iran, whether we're talking about Afghanistan, we've got to be completely engaged. And here's why. Because these flare-ups distract us from the real problems in the country, if we're if getting uh, a drone shot down for $130 million because the president is distracted. That's $130 million that we could be spending in places like Youngstown, Ohio, or Flint, Congressman Michigan, Ryan, or, re, that, or that, rebuilding, Congresswoman or Gellard, rebuilding. I'm
4: going to give you 30 seconds, actually, to is jump off what, what he said. He will, described is is engagement as the problem. Is that you will tell the parents of those two soldiers who were just killed in Afghanistan? Well, we just have to be engaged. As a soldier, I will tell you that answer is unacceptable. We have to bring our troops home from Afghanistan. We are in a place in Afghanistan where we have lost so many lives. We've spent so much money, money that's coming out of every one of our pockets, money that should be going into communities here at home, meeting the needs of the people here at home. We are no better off in Afghanistan today than we were when this war began. This is why it's so important to have a president and commander in chief who knows the cost of war and who's ready to do the job on day one? I am ready to do that job when I walk into the Oval Office. Thank you very much. Listen, I'm going go to li- go down the I'm going to go
3: down the line. I'm going go to li- go, li- go, li- go down the line here. Well, I, you know what? You felt I, you felt like she was responding, you'd get thirty Josh, seconds, you're a very go. Good man. Fair I enough. I appreciate that. I hear what you're saying.
8: <laughs> I would just say I don't want to be I don't want to be engaged. I wish we were spending all this money in places that I've represented that have been completely forgotten and we were rebuilding. But the reality of it is if the United States isn't engaged, the Taliban will grow and they won't have bigger, bolder terrorist acts. We have got to have some present there. As, the as, the as Taliban was Iraq.
4: there long before we came in. they yeah, been and they there were, long yeah, before exactly. we leave. Well, We they cannot were, keep U.S. And troops they were deployed to Afghanistan thinking that we're going to somehow squash this Taliban that has been say, there that every say other squash country them, that's I didn't say, say squash
8: them. When we weren't in there, they started flying planes into our buildings. So I'm just saying right now. The we Taliban have obli- didn't attack us on the, 9-11. The, the, Al-Qaeda did. The, well, I understand. Al-Qaeda attacked 9-11. I understand. That's why. I,
4: I and so I many other people joined the military to go I after Al Qaeda, that. not
8: the, the Taliban. Taliban. The ahead, Taliban up 10 was seconds. protecting mm-hmm. those people who were plotting mm-hmm. against us. All I'm saying is, if we want to go in to elections and we want to say that we got to withdraw from the world, that's what President Trump is saying. We okay. can't. I would love for us to. You know who's protecting
4: too? Al Qaeda right now? I in go down. Saudi Arabia.
1: Oh wow. Okay. Um, so, Tulsi Gabbard. According to Drudge, won the debate last night. Mm-hmm. She had almost thirty-seven percent of the vote. The next closest person was uh, Elizabeth Warren. It looks like a twelve percent. Wow! So by like twenty-four percent, she won that. She won that debate. It, it might have something to do with the fact that she's more telegenic than anybody else on on the uh, Karl Marx stage last night. I don't know. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Uh, John Delaney came in third with 10% roughly. De-
1: really? Bill de Blasio, 7%.
2: Jeez. Tim Ryan, Amy Klobuchar, Jay Inslee, Julian Castro, Beto, and then Cory Booker finishes last.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Cory Booker dead last. It's because he has those crazy eyes, man. Well, he, he gets angry, well, man, and he looks Wow. It. Yeah, he, he looks nuts. Pat, look in my eyes.
2: This is personal, not politics.
1: Yeah, it's uh,
2: he's intense. He's man. got
1: crazy eyes. That's
2: a, that's Spartacus right there for you. Triple eight nine
1: hundred thirty three ninety three. Okay, we have another massive data breach. Largest real estate title companies suffered a breach of nearly nine hundred million uh, homeowners homeowners files recently. So it's pretty. There's a pretty good chance your home's title, yeah. <laughs> your mortgage, your bank loans, your personal info is in the hands of identity thieves. And when it is, they forge your home's title so it looks like you sold your home to them. Then they they forge uh, your name on it. Uh, they they take out loans from online lenders using your equity, and you get stuck with the payments. So the first 30 days after a breach like this are really critical. So they're going to give you 30 days of protection for free at Home Title Lock. Home Title Lock will put a virtual barrier around your home's title and mortgage. Register your address right now to verify you're not already a victim and get 30 days of free protection with HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed.
0: Triple eight nine
6: hundred thirty three ninety
1: three. Maybe the most agonizing debate in the history of this nation. <laughs> I yeah. mean that's that was something else, wow! Uh, all the candidates up on the Karl Marx stage were trying to out each other, and they, they were doing a great job of it. Yeah, they really were. It was uh, it was inspirational to see. I'm sure that uh, Friedrich Engels would have been proud, and so uh, <laughs> my hats off to him. My hats off to him. Mm. If they were all battling. For supremacy in the Communist Party. Mm-hmm. I would have said, wow, nice job. You guys were great. That yeah. was great.
2: Yeah. Exactly. This is almost like a debate to be the premier of Russia or something. It is. Oh, man.
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's crazy to listen to these people. It's a man.
2: scary time right now. Frightening. Ooh. If any of them win,
1: uh, we're in real trouble. I mean, this I thought so with, uh, with Obama. And he did take the country in down a uh, uh, an ugly path. He really did, and it took us to Obamacare uh started to make all of this Marxism in vogue. but these. Candidates, yeah, and I know, are taking us to the next level.
2: So Barry Obama, now the um, Barry Goldwater of the Democratic Party. Yeah. Yes. Seriously. Yes. How far we have come in just the last couple of years.
1: Yeah. If we thought Obama was a Marxist, holy cow! These these candidates are. Uh, At least he had a mask on half the time. Yeah, they've the mask the, is off. That's the, the these difference.
2: guys are just like whatever. That's the difference.
1: We're going for. I'm
2: it. a socialist. Vote for me. <sighs>
1: Whatever. Uh, corporations are evil. Rich people are evil. All right. What I'm going to do is take the money from them and give it to you. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, it's great. <laughs> so where, where Barack Obama was passive aggressive in his
2: disdain for for conservatives mm-hmm. and for big evil corporations, he still tried to implement policies to go after them. These guys are like, yep, they suck. We hate them. And this is what we're going to do.
1: Yeah, this they're... is a frightening scenario for this country. It's, it's full frontal communism now. It's just full frontal communism. Um all right, let's play some more of these uh fabulous <laughs> candidates from the from the debate on the Karl Marx stage last night. <laughs> uh here's Julian Julian Castro on um on abortion, on trans abortion. Oh, this is oh, oh this is fun. <laughs> Listen to this.
2: So, for the I, I Secretary Castro, this one is
3: for you. All of you on stage support a woman's right to an abortion. You all support some version of a government
5: health care option. Would your plan cover abortion, Mr. Secretary? Uh, yes, it would. Uh, I don't believe only in reproductive uh, freedom. I believe in reproductive justice. <laughs> You know, what that means is that just because a woman, or let's also not forget, oh, someone okay, in the trans right, community, right. a trans female, uh, is poor, doesn't mean they shouldn't have, exercise that right to choose. And so I absolutely would cover the right to have an abortion. More than that, uh, everybody in this crowd and watching at home knows that in our country today, a person's right to choose is under assault in places like missouri in alabama mm-hmm. in georgia i would appoint judges to the federal bench that understand the precedent of roe v wade and will respect it and in addition to that make sure that we fight hard as we transition our healthcare system to one where everybody can get and exercise that
1: so did you get that mm-hmm. he's he's gonna do a litmus test on supreme court justices okay the, I, he just told us okay so you have to be you have to be in favor of upholding Roe v. Wade no matter what in order to uh, in order to get on the Supreme Court in a in a Julian Castro administration. Okay, well we know that now. We know that and, and they're all going to do that. Now you can't do it the other way. If if they were ever to ask any Republican candidate, hey, do you have any kind of litmus test? Oh gosh. Do you have a litmus test on abortion? Hmm. Uh but it's perfectly fine for them to babble about that. They won't have, there's no follow-ups there. Yeah. Is, hey, really? So you've got a litmus test? Is that what you're saying?
2: What I find fascinating of his answer, he was just asked about, would you uphold you know a woman's right to choose, you know, and women's reproductive rights, whatever. Well, he wants reproductive
1: justice!
2: Yeah! Not
1: right! Yeah! Reproductive justice! <laughs> so, <laughs>
2: So he That's finds great. a place to work in his little catchphrase of the night. Yeah, which is powerful. But then he goes on to say, oh, well, while we're at it, let's just let's just mix in the old trans people, you know? I think it's a perfect opportunity for mm-hmm. a, a George Bush impersonation, whereas just because you're poor and you're trans doesn't mean you shouldn't have the government pay for your abortion. <laughs> Can we not get a little poor and trans uh, impersonation monkey? Come on.
1: No. Oh. Sorry, it's because I said monkey, isn't it? Yeah, you probably. were about, you were about I to was go. Just about to do just cause it. Just because you're poor, and then and then and you're transsexual. So you're gonna do it. All right, go ahead. Let's <laughs> no. hear it. Let's have it.
2: Okay, Oh, well, I just
1: did it. <laughs> okay, good. Just because
2: you're poor <laughs> <laughs> and you're trans doesn't mean the federal government shouldn't have to mm-hmm. provide an abortion. <laughs> thank you, mm-hmm. thank you. I'm No Pat Gray, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> about all I'm good for is a uh, one-sentence impersonation of Kevin Eubanks who hasn't been relevant for
1: a quarter of a century. <laughs> Neither is Jay. So, we're together on that one. Alright, 888 900 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Alright, so Jay Inslee got into this debate. Uh-oh, and Amazing. he got shot down. He and Klobuchar had at it on abortion.
5: And I am the only candidate here... Who has passed a law protecting a woman's right of reproductive health and health insurance? And I'm the only candidate who has passed a public option. And I respect everybody's goals and plans here. But we do have one candidate that's actually advanced the ball. And we gotta have access for everyone. I've okay. done it as okay. so, oh, a public <laughs> option. I want to give
2: you a I just
8: want to say there's three women up here that have fought pretty hard for a woman's right to choose. So I'll start with
1: that. Oh, put that in your pipe, Jane. <laughs> I just want to say, I always want to pander uh, because we're women. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we know a little thing or two about women's reproductive
2: justice. Right. You notice how... How Jeez. all 10 of them, all 10 of them are like, oh, hell no. I'm talking about how I mm-hmm. I am the one that has gotten more babies murdered in my state and in my town. Oh, they were all over answering that. And yeah, by the were. way, the closed thumb finger thing, are they bringing it back? Beto did it. Mm-hmm. Inslee did it last night. It's the, it's the Bill Clinton thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good it, too. It, it works. <laughs> it works. It's the I feel your pain fist. I feel your pain. I do. Let <laughs> me get back to work for the American people. I want to get back to work for the American people. No, no. See, when he was ser- that that's a serious lie, okay? Mm-hmm.
2: That's when he pointed at us. Remember that? So that's yeah, when the finger yeah. actually came out. I did
1: not have <laughs> sex with that woman, Ms. Lewinsky. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Tulsi Tulsi Gabbard, who, again, mm-hmm. according to Drudge, won this debate by a landslide.
2: Yeah.
1: Now, the winners and losers uh, from... Uh, this is in Mediate. Uh-huh. So, it's this is kind of a media website, again. Uh, they say the biggest winner was, was Elizabeth Warren. Mm-hmm. Uh, she seemed prepared. She sounded expert. She handled the other candidates with ease. She seemed serious. And like she meant what she was saying. I don't know. That's a matter of opinion, I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe if you're a Marxist, you buy into all that. <laughs> I don't, frankly. I don't. They also thought Julian Castro was a winner. He got the better of Beto in an exchange, uh, you know, and he used the reproductive justice line. So,
2: oh yeah, that's powerful, powerful. I mean, there's 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 regular mm-hmm. justice,
1: and then there's, there's social justice. Yes, but now now there's reproductive justice. I love that. That's great. That'll stick. So I love how everybody came to came to the the Karl Marx stage last <laughs> night with their own cute little catchphrase that they with I don't know they've tested it. They've done uh, probably some some what do they what do they call that the, when you get group uh, focus of, group. group focus yeah. they've done some focus groups yeah. on it and, I,
2: and I'm sure yeah with the Julian Castro <laughs> gang mm-hmm. they were probably like okay look I love the alliteration of reproductive rights but let's let's get a little crazy let's take
1: it further. Let's, let's do something here. Let's go here. a little further down the road.
2: Uh, you know, justice is big in our uh, justice, party, man. We're
1: all let's we're just, all social justice warriors. What if we call it reproductive?
2: Yeah, let's pitch justice. justice to anything for the next year and a half <laughs> and see it. how
1: it sells with the with our what about, voters. What about economic justice? I love
2: economic justice. Economic justice <laughs> yeah. is going
1: to be something they use all the time. We
2: don't need economic freedom. Freedom no, is so passe. We need oh my god. economic gosh.
1: justice, justice. We need an economy that works for every single person mm-hmm. in the world, mm-hmm. not just America. We need it to work for Africans and Mm -hmm. South Americans and Central Americans and people, the people, the Asians, the Iraq (laughs) and and the Asians so that it can work for our children's future. Because the problem right now is some people don't have maps. And so they don't have justice. They don't have justice. Mm -hmm. They don't
2: have... You know, geographic justice, and, and I'm looking ahead on our cut list here. We're about to get into some uh, LGBTQ justice. Oh, I
1: love that! Good. So good. We'll get to that good. here in a second. First of all, let me tell you about real estate agents I trust. dot com. Buying and selling a house is hard, and it's really important too. It's probably the biggest. I mean, I I don't have any other bigger uh, investment than our house. So uh, I think most of, for most of us, it's the biggest investment we'll make and you want to do it right so you need a real estate agent who is really committed to what they do who has a long track record of success they don't do it for part time they don't do it for fun they don't they don't do it uh for just a little while while they're you know sort of dabbling in things like for a while i was a uh uh insurance agent just kind of dabbled in it hmm. for, for a little while mm-hmm. and would uh, you trust you
2: as your insurance no <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I had no idea what I was mm-hmm. doing. I am not a salesperson. I can't I I mean, I don't yeah. want to push anybody into anything they don't want to do and nobody yeah. wants to buy insurance. Yeah. So yeah, that's hard. Uh, plus, they know the market. <clears throat> they know about the comps in your area so they can help you price your house to sell fast and for the most money and the biggest key I think uh, they're fans of the show. So you got a lot in common with them. Don't hire some friend or relative, somebody that dabbles in it. Don't do that. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. There's over a thousand agents across the country. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray, unleashed. All right. So uh, we've had reproductive rights. Uh, we've, we have um, LGBTQQIA2 rights uh, about to be unveiled here. Here's uh, Tulsi talking about, um, about gay rights.
3: Justice. One of the first things you did after launching your campaign was to issue an apology to the LGBTQ community about your past stances and statements on gay rights. After the Trump administration's rollbacks of civil rights protections for many in that community, Why should voters in that community, or voters that care about this issue in general, trust you now?
4: Let me say that there is no one in our government at any level who has the right to tell any American who they should be allowed to love or who they should be allowed to marry. My record in Congress for over six years shows my commitment to fighting for LGBTQ equality. I serve on the Equality Caucus and recently voted for passage of the Equality Act. Uh, maybe many people in this country can relate to the fact that I grew up in a socially conservative home, held views when I was very young that I no longer hold today. But I've served with LGBTQ service members, both in training and deployed downrange.
1: Good for you. Wow. I great. know that they that's would great. give their
4: life for me, and I would give. Wow. None of the rest of us
1: have been around any, so that's good. It is this commitment wow. that I'll carry uh-huh. through
4: as President of the United States. <clears throat> recognizing that there are still people who are facing discrimination in the workplace, Mm -hmm. still people who are unable to find a home for their families. It is this kind of discrimination Mm -hmm. that we need to address.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Thank you, uh, Tulsi. Mm -hmm. How how strange. You know, she's gone from super, super conservative just a little while ago. Um, You know, she's not that old now. She's, what, 37? When she was in her 20s, she was big into, uh, you know, traditional marriage, Mm -hmm. Uh, I think didn't her parents even run a recovery for for gays? Did or they? Whatever.
2: Hmm. I know May- her. I think her dad ran a campaign for something, Maybe and that's so and she commented about gay marriage at that time. But uh, I, I was unaware of the Congressional LGBT Equality Caucus, which, quite frankly, mm-hmm. I'm a little disgusted by the title. Um, I mean, we're missing a Q. We're missing a plus. We're missing an infinity sign. Tell me that's justice, right? That's not justice. That's not justice. LGBT? No. I mean, let's update the name of our caucus.
1: Right. Come on, equality caucus. Where's the Q, the Mm -hmm. other Q, Mm -hmm. the I, the A, the two, Mm -hmm. the plus? Where are they? Just go quilt bag caucus. Where are they? All right. I mean, yes, we can accept that as well. Thank you. Quilt bag or LGBTQQIA2 plus. Infinity caucus. (sighs) Right. (laughs) Uh, okay, okay, so uh, Cory Booker compander to <laughs> LGBTQQIA2+, as well. And he's even he doing that. Civil rights is some place
7: to begin. But in the African-American civil rights community, another place to focus on was to stop the lynching of African-Americans. We do not talk enough about trans-Americans, especially African-American <laughs> trans-Americans, and the incredibly high rates of murder right now. We don't talk enough about how many children, about 30% of LGBTQ kids, who do not go to school the other because of fear? The I, it's not the enough a just a, to right, do the, the Equality plus, Act. I, I'm an I original co sponsor. We need I'm to pissed. have a president that will fight to mm-hmm. protect LGBTQ Americans uh-huh. every single day from violence. Wow. Thank you, Senator. Again. Again. Again,
1: the other Q the I, the A, yep. the 2, and the plus. And All yep. left out. He doesn't care about them. And I'm
2: sick of it. Doesn't quite care about them.
1: It's you know shameful. what I want to talk about? What about the trans am people? Right. Where are they? Why aren't we talking about the trans am?
2: Yeah, that was people? a mouthful, by the way. African American, trans Americans. Can we just say Americans once, Corey?
1: <laughs> no. No, uh, you can't. Okay. Uh, you can't. Sorry.
2: Anyway, I'm just disgusted by folks like Corey Booker who come to the, the Karl Marx Memorial stage mm-hmm. and spew the hatred. Of, um, of leaving out of non so many people in our, mm-hmm. in our
1: community. Disclusion, inclusion in our community, if you will. You know why? Because he's never he's never met the questioning. He's he's never met the intersex. He, he doesn't yep. know well, anybody who's two spirit. He doesn't
2: know. Mm-hmm. That's because his neighborhood mm-hmm. is so dangerous. He doesn't go out and meet people because seven people in one week were murdered, murdered. in his town yeah. or in his neighborhood. Um, you know, right? That he didn't clean up as mayor when he had eight years to fix Newark. Uh, he failed. And so now, America, he wants you to give him a job that's bigger than that.
1: Then we come to uh, Bill de Blasio, (laughs) who, desperate for attention at this point, (laughs) interrupts Beto.
7: Would you replace private insurance?
1: No, I, I think the choice is
9: is fundamental wait, to wait, wait. our I'm ability to get work. everybody yeah. sure care for
8: Private insurance is not working for tens of millions of Americans. When you talk about the co-pays, the deductibles, the premiums, the out-of-pocket expenses, it's not working. <coughs> that's How right. So if it's system system that's not, that's not working. working,
9: they can choose Medicare. You've got to start by acknowledging who the, the system is for not those working plans, for people. Uh, they're able to keep them. Why are you defending private insurance? Say they like
5: their private health insurance, by the way. It should be noted that 100 million Americans... I mean, I think we should be the party that keeps what's working and fixes what's broken. I'm sorry, who are you?
2: I mean, doesn't that make sense? I'm I mean, sorry, wait, wait, we should give everyone in this country help.
1: <laughs> and nothing's
2: working. Remember Trump's president, man.
1: <laughs> who's this guy that just stepped onto the stage? Who's, who's here interrupting the Karl Marx stage? <laughs> hey, he uh, didn't today. get it. Stay
2: on the script, man. <laughs> Read what was put in front of you by George
1: Soros already. So great. John Delaney, desperate for attention, desperate for somebody to at least acknowledge him. Somebody at least get pissed at me. Something. Would ya? I love it. I'm going to bait these guys. All right. Uh, man, I know. We feel powerless. We feel frust- frustrated, uh, especially after last night. Jeez. And you see what we're up against. So don't contribute to that crap. And when you... When you subscribe to AT&T, to Verizon, to Sprint, to all of these companies that give to all of these candidates and their causes, uh, wow, that is self-defeating. You can start by switching to Patriot Mobile and uh, give to a company that gives to conservative causes and conservative candidates. You get the same nationwide coverage Uh, and for less money. The plans start as low as 25 bucks a month. You can save money and help save our country from these people. Right now, Patriot Patriot Mobile is offering a free month of service on all new lines, and switching is easy. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze, promo code Blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze, promo code Blaze. Nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Democrat debates last night on the uh, Karl Marx Memorial stage went really well, really, really well. I yeah. mean, if you're a communist, it went really well. Yeah,
2: for the ghost of Karl Marx, it was.
1: If you're trying to be premier of the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. I mean, you though all of them did a tremendous job last night. Tremendous. Mm-hmm. If they want to replace uh, Chairman Mao, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. that's already happened maybe they want to play replace a uh, Xi Jinping and uh, and they're working for that. Cuba they, Cuba's available? right? Cuba okay. I mean it's some some great communist rhetoric last night. Now, is it appropriate for the United States of America? No <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, really good Marxism, really good. What do you okay what, what is the sunglass thing? What are you doing? What do you mean what's a, You know what it is? It's National sunglasses day.
2: You look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm wearing them. Exactly it's right. National sunglasses.
1: All right. It's also National Bomb Pop Day. Where are those? Uh, it's also <laughs> National Ice Cream Cake Day.
2: Okay. Uh, so uh, it's a good point that you so, make there, and I'm yeah. going to now
1: <laughs> lose the shades. Does that mean we have ice cream cake? Nope. That used I'm, to be I'm the sorry. Thing. Yep. Nope. Yeah. Okay. But my place. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Uh, let's see. Got this from uh, Scotty Sweatman at Pat Unleashed. <clears throat> I think we need to teach kids in public school how to keep people like Cory Booker out of public office. Uh, That would be nice. (laughs) Yes. That would be nice. please. Uh, Kool-Aid drinker, does WaxRx work if my ears are full of blood (laughs) (laughs) from
2: listening to that debate?
1: Please, dear God, stop the dim insanity. (laughs) That's dim, not damn. The dim insanity. Although both work really well. (laughs) I couldn't... I mean, I... I I was going out of my mind last night. It was blood was shooting from my eyes. Yeah, I was hemorrhaging out of every orifice uh, because I just couldn't take it. So bad. I mean, it is so awful to hear the it same is. thing over and over and over and over about how evil everybody with a dollar fifty is. The only people who are righteous in this world is if you're flat freaking broke.
2: <laughs> right. If you aren't Man. living under a bridge,
1: yep, you know, then, then you're then the worst. You're, you're scum. Well, Yes, if you're not living mm-hmm. under a bridge. Yep. If
2: mm-hmm. you
1: are living under a bridge, you're the most wonderful people, and we're fighting yep. hard for you. Yep. Anybody who lives in a place with a roof over their head, you're scum. Yeah, scum
2: of the earth. Get out.
1: And it's an economy that needs to work for every single human being. You show me that freaking economy anytime, mm. anywhere, ever. This is the economy that works for the most people in the history of the world. It is not going to work for everybody. It's not going to. I'm sorry. It can't because not everybody even has the drive to make it work for them. Now, if you're talking about the government supporting them, then it will work for all of us equally, really terribly. We'll all be equally poor. Is that what you want? Maybe. It's what It might be what the Marxists want. Certainly not what I want. Free-range prisoner? <laughs> Tweets, uh, just because I'm a blue-collar, cisgendered, heterosexual, alpha male, that does not mean the federal government shouldn't provide me with guns and ammo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice, yes.
1: Uh, from Chipotle Franchisee. <laughs> Will he seek reproductive justice for the fathers that want to keep their child? Oh, please, come on now. Of course not.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: No, absolutely not. Fathers have no rights whatsoever. I mean, you know that, right? Oh, yeah. you know that. Mm-hmm. Now, if, it's, if, if you're going to have the baby, if you're getting pregnant, which, of course, men can do now.
2: Oh, that's right. Yes. Magically.
1: Yeah, men can do yes. it. So if you're, if you're the one who's going to deliver the baby, then that's fine. Yes, we can talk about whether or not you want that baby. Okay. But until you're carrying the baby, shut up. <laughs> shut up.
2: <laughs> wait, what, what, carrying the what? <laughs> carrying the stock of broccoli? Oh, I'm sorry,
1: The, the it, until you're carrying the tissue.
2: Yeah. Carrying the until pregnancy? Until you're carrying the pregnancy. <laughs> there it is.
1: Jeez. <laughs> this world, man. So, uh. yesterday, we mentioned the Google exec who deleted every social media account she had, including her LinkedIn account. Remember that? <laughs> she deleted everything.
2: Yeah, and I mentioned that, and neither of us really picked up on the point No, that-
1: but... Uh, this tweet is unavailable. Uh, just tweeted. Uh, this is so good. <laughs> I forgot to ask an important question uh, this morning regarding the Google exec. How did she delete her LinkedIn? Right. <laughs> that's. I mean, that's like a because uh, LinkedIn a, is impossible a to 12 get. Twelve step process. I, I don't. I don't know if there is a process. Mm-hmm. Is there one? I don't.
2: I guess she figured it out. She's got connections. She's a Google exec. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're a Google exec, you can find out
1: the secret formula to getting rid of it because man it is the bane of existence if you ever acknowledge yeah uh, if you ever even get into a LinkedIn email forget about it and You're I seriously done. I seriously set up a
2: separate email account <clears throat> when I signed on to LinkedIn a few years ago just so
1: you wouldn't be hassled
2: just so that everything goes there I don't use that account for anything other than all the LinkedIn spam
1: <laughs> <laughs> seriously it's great mm-hmm uh, also from Bronco Nagurski's Hall of Fame torso.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so great. Yes. Uh, from the frozen tundra, of uh-huh. course, of, of Lambeau Field. <laughs> uh, we have this. Uh, we see the photo there. Uh, be careful. <laughs> Jeffy is hunting for leftovers. Oh,
2: yeah. We had the meat in here yesterday. <laughs> Look at that. In the left
1: upper left-hand corner, Irving, Texas, five twelve p.m. Uh... Uh, breaking news. Overweight man robs Cooper's meat truck. <laughs> Employee feel, fears for life. Man IDs as Jeff Fisher. 18. <laughs> so good.
2: Oh, yeah. It was a quote. Oh, I see what it was. Funny. That's a quote from the scene. Jeff 18. Fisher. <laughs> yes. That,
1: that's what Jeff Fisher had to say. <laughs> that was good stuff that's right so there. So great. Uh, best listeners. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's see. Um if you're in pain, and it's almost to the point now where who isn't? Just about everybody's in pain at some time. Yeah. It's just whether it lasts a lot, you know, whether you have to deal with it almost every day or not. And uh, it's it's awful. And after a while, you just kind of give up and decide you're going to have to live with it. Don't don't give up. Uh, and Keith found out uh, exactly that with his weird leg pain because he eventually tried. Um, he eventually tried Relief I Factor. sure did,
2: and it works like a charm. And I can tell when I'm not using it every day, I take it, and it works, yes.
1: And I love it because it's 100% drug-free. This is not something you're going to get hooked on, and it's going to string you out, and you're going to have to depend on some pain doctor to keep you know, generously doling it out. Um, this is something you order, and uh, it'll come in the mail, and it's drug-free, but it was created by doctors. And they offer a three-week quick start, just nineteen ninety-five. Okay, try it for three weeks. If it doesn't work, just discontinue. If it does work, you'll be like 70% of those who order it, uh, who order more because it's been working for them. What do you have to lose but your pain? So if you want a drug-free natural way to ease that pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. <laughs> Don't forget, um, the Mercury One Twelve Score three years ago pop up museum tonight. Well, not tonight, but uh, Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. It cool. starts Saturday, goes through July seventh, which is a week from Sunday. Come and spend some time with us this weekend or next week. Uh, next week during the week or weekend to learn more about past slavery and current slavery in our country and the world so we'd love for you to become a modern day abolitionist we have general ticket available tickets available we also have special tours available with uh david barton and glenn there will also be a tour by Stu and jeffy i will be in the hospital so i won't be here for giving tours i got a uh little surgery going yeah, on tomorrow.
2: Yeah, good luck with that. Um,
1: At this time tomorrow, in fact. Oh, Be boy. just heading into oh, surgery. Okay. You're, going show, right? oh, okay. you're going to be listening to the show, right? Oh, yeah, sure. Sure, right on the headset. they say, you what do you want to
2: listen to while you're under the knife and taking the...
1: Uh, Packray ray Unleashed. Yeah. Let's, let's see what Jeffy's saying about the debate last night. That'll be... <laughs> comforting it's gonna be awesome by
2: the way i was i was taking a look this morning you know they've got it pretty much set up out here oh it's incredible fascinating facts out there so cool look at this 43 percent of free black households in south carolina owned slaves nearly half of free black households in south carolina owned slaves wow um and and you gotta i was thinking wow there were free black households period you know i didn't even think of that yeah yeah so and then check this out Uh, According to the census of 1860, um, Choctaw, Cherokee, Creek, and Chickasaw tribes, one out of every eight persons was a black slave held by a Native American. I mean, it's not just white on black here, okay? It's black on black. It's
1: Native American on black. As we so often hear, Mm -hmm. the first slave traders were black. You're going to
2: learn so much with this museum.
1: Go to mercuryone.org. We look forward to seeing you. So 1.org later today will be announcing the winner of the ticket upgrade if you bought tickets yesterday by midnight. Okay. 888 hundred thirty three Let's finish up on this debate. Um, it was so agonizing. Uh, but we go back to the Karl Marx memorial stage and uh, here's Beto on impeachment. Congressman O'Rourke.
3: Special counsel Robert Mueller's report outlines multiple instances of potential criminal behavior by President Trump. House Speaker Pelosi has publicly and privately resisted any move toward impeachment in the House. If the House chooses not to impeach, as president, would you do anything to address the potential crimes that were outlined in Mr. Mueller's report?
9: Yes, and I'll tell you why. How, by the way, if if the answer is yes. One of the most powerful pieces of art in the United States Capitol is the Trumbull painting of General George Washington resigning his commission to the Continental Congress at the Mm -hmm. height of his power, submitting to the rule of Mm -hmm. law and the will of people that has withstood the test of time for the last 243 Mm -hmm. years. If we set another precedent now that a candidate Mm -hmm. who invited the participation of a foreign power, a president who sought to obstruct the investigation into the invasion of our democracy, if we allow him to get away Mm. with this with complete impunity, then we will have set a new standard. And that is that some people, because of the position of power and public trust that they Mm. hold, are above the law. And we cannot allow that to stand. So we must begin impeachment now so that we have the facts and the truth and we follow them as far as they go and as high up as they reach and we save this democracy. And if we've not been able to do that in this year or the year that follows and under my administration, our Department of Justice will pursue these facts Uh and ensure that there are are consequences, there is accountability, Mm -hmm. and there is justice. It's the only way that we save this country.
1: Okay. All right. No, there wasn't a second uh, democracy there. But there was another democracy... Uh, in his first rambling speech when he was asked about the 70% income tax. I think this is the oh, one. Oh, okay. This is the one. Uh, and, and, uh, and isn't this where he hispanders? This is good. This is fun times. Yep. Here's Beto he's asked, he's asked about the 70 And 70% income tax? You, would, you, would you favor that? Here, here's what he says.
9: This economy uh-huh. has got to work for everyone. Oh,
2: right,
9: and right now, we know we that know. it isn't. It is. It's going to take it's all of us coming together to yeah. make sure that it does. Necesitamos incluir cada persona en el éxito de esta economía pero si queremos hacer eso uh-huh. necesitamos incluir cada persona en nuestra democracia
1: right. cada, cada, vota- ca-
9: cada votante necesitamos okay. la representación y cada voz necesitamos escuchar Right now we have a system that favors those who can pay (laughs) for access and outcomes. That's how you explain an economy Uh that is rigged Uh to corporations and to the very wealthiest. A $2 trillion tax cut that favored corporations while they were sitting on record piles $20. of cash, $20. and the very wealthiest in this country at a time of, of historic wealth inequality. <laughs> wow. A new democracy that is revived because we have returned power to the people. No pacts, no mm-hmm. gerrymandering. No Automatic and same-day voter registration to bring in more voters, and a new Voting Rights Act to get rid of the you barriers that are in place now. No that's jury. how we each have a voice in our democracy <laughs> and make this <laughs> economy work for everybody.
4: That, that's time, sir. <laughs> I'll give you 10 seconds to answer if you want to answer the direct question. Would like you support this. a 70% individual course, marginal tax can. rate? Yes, no, or pass.
9: I would support a, a tax rate and a tax code that is fair to everyone. Mm. Tax capital 70%. at the same rate that you you tax ordinary income. Take that corporate tax rate up to 28%. You would generate the revenues the you need to pay for the programs we're
1: talking about. That's ah! So he, he won't answer. No, he won't answer whether it's 70% for, for Americans. All he'll answer is he'll raise it on uh, on corporations,
2: you know what he was doing? He was waiting for a question he got last night that he didn't want to answer, so he could mix in his Spanish. That's exactly <sighs> so what he did. So pathetic. Which, by the way, I'm not hispanering whatsoever, but I would like to wish everyone a uh, Buenos dias esta mañana.
1: Nice, <laughs> and I'd just like to say again, <laughs> your taco bell triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's go to Sean in Connecticut. Hey, Sean. <laughs>
8: I love the Taco Bell reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, good
5: morning, guys. Hey, listen, uh, you're gonna get yourself in trouble with that Elizabeth Warren if you uh don't start calling them Tech uh what was it? What you call them? Tex texas Oh or Latinx, latex, Latinx. Latex, yeah, yeah, Lat yeah, that. You because know, I mean, you know, we gotta be all proper now. We yeah. Well. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Thanks, Sean. Appreciate it. Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I mean, I I don't know how you get through this except to laugh at them, because <clears throat> otherwise it's just it's just it's mind melting. It really is. It's mind numbing. It's mind melting. It's un American. It's it's just Marxist hogwash, and that's all we hear now. Man, the Democrat Party has just linked up with the Socialist Communist Party, and and if we elect these people, I'll say it again: if we elected this country is in massive peril. I don't know that we survive a Democrat administration. Not just in 20, in 2020, but 2024, 2028, 2032. We can never elect these Democrats anymore because they're <laughs> not Democrats anymore. 888-900-3393. If you've been struggling with uh, with your weight going up and you've been thinking about doing something, let RidUzone help you out because riduzone contains OEA, which is a molecule that's already naturally present in your body. It's just that sometimes you need that signal that OEA sends to your brain that you're full needs to be a little bit stronger. And that's where riduzone comes in. Plus it helps you burn fat. It speeds up your metabolism. Um, OEA riduzone was developed to help your stomach send that signal to your brain so that you can feel fuller naturally it's not a stimulant. doesn't contain any caffeine. It it contains OEA, and that's about it. Go to RidUZone.com. That's R-I-D-U Zone.com.
6: It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze.
1: I am. It's true. Yeah. For Pat now. Gray, for yeah. now. Uh, <laughs> tomorrow, I won't be. Uh, so, if you tune in tomorrow... You'll have Jeffy uh, and and uh, and Keith, Not the other the guy. other guy. Thank you. Triple 933 93 from treat it like a virus. <laughs> Already have that. Uh, anybody else has had it exploding from all of this crazy Marxism on stage? Uh yes. Maybe we need that flex seal after all. Well, yeah, except it doesn't work. Mm. You know. So, uh,
7: I saw this boat in half.
1: I got something handy dandy duct tape oh yeah we do have the duct tape to keep it together after it explodes but it will explode your head plus uh amy what's-her-face tweets pat contracted a case of dembola last night <laughs> yes he did my eyes were bleeding from the democrats on the Karl marx memorial stage <laughs> uh lumby it department wait so the democrats love jeffy he doesn't have a roof over his head, after all. <laughs> Somebody's going to love there? him. I see. He tied Jeffy right on into the Democrat debate wow. and his tornado thing. That's, a, that's great. That's a, that's, right that's a thinking man's tweet right there. It's <laughs> a thinking man's tweet. Or woman, you know, or trans, or G, <laughs> whatever you, know, ah. you identify as. I think
2: hey, the IT department is, uh, is a male, at least today.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, who been, knows been how helping with person, air conditioner. Who knows how they identify. We don't know. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let's right. play that uh, Pelosi thing. Uh, Pelosi talking about which one here. The uh, immigration and justice is helping children at the border. Okay. She's going to help the children at the border because, you know, the children at the border are important. The children in people's mm-hmm. wombs aren't important. Uh, but uh, but we do want to protect the children at the border. Here she is.
6: It's for the children, the children, the children. The children. It's about it's lifting them up in a way that me. takes them beyond what we do today. This right. is a very strong children. first step for us, right. excuse me, a very strong first step for us, uh, for the children. It's very
1: exciting.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's for the children, the children, the children. What kind of freak doesn't want to help? the children. Right? Well, unless they're in the womb, <laughs> then kill the children. Kill the children. Kill the children. Oh. Thing two. Uh, that's thing three. Thing two is uh, the children are a small fraction. A small, tiny little fraction of the hordes pouring across the border. Mm-hmm. This isn't about the children. Lying sacks. Sorry, sacks. <laughs> hypocrites. I I can't handle it. (laughs) About the children. You know, probably what? 10% of the people pouring across that border are women and children. The rest are all healthy, strong men between 18 and 54 coming across that border. Looking for jobs here. Mm -hmm. Stop it with the children. Yeah. Third... Let's play that clip again where at the very beginning <laughs> where she's doing the tomahawk chop. That's, right. That's just weird. He's a Braves fan. It's for Look at that. The
2: children, the children, whoa, the children. Whoa, it's a bad whoa, whoa.
1: Whoa. Okay, we'll work on our rhythm. <laughs> so it's like but, either Florida State yeah. or your dumb Braves. My, t- my dumb Braves. Dumb Braves, okay. whatever. Wow, but uh, what, what gonna, is the deal with the Tomahawk I don't know, but
2: you're going to enjoy seeing my dumb Braves all over the field in the All-Star game coming up next week. Where
1: are the Chippewas and the mm-hmm. Cherokees and the you know the Cherokee people, the Cherokee tribes, right? who are so proud to live and so proud to die? Uh-huh. You know, they took the whole uh, Indian nation. Did they? And they locked them on that reservation. Mm. They took away their, their way of life, you know, the Tomahawk and the bow and, and knife. They took away uh, the, uh, their native tongue and they taught their stinking English to, to, the, to the Indians young. Hmm. Now, the beads, man, this really pisses me off. Yeah. All the beads they made by hand, those are nowadays made in Japan. Yeah, it's fine. They got casinos. Or even more nowadays, uh, uh, China. <laughs> uh, and then now they have they've been attached to tariffs. So you're going to pay more for those That's beans. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so,
2: and then you have less money to spend at the casino that the Indians
1: now run. But where are the Native Americans mm-hmm. getting pissed off about the tomahawk chop she's doing there? Right? Why and aren't they yelling? About you know what? That? She was also she was celebrating National
2: Sunglasses Day as well. Did you notice that yeah. she had sunglasses? Yeah, out? play that, Let me again. Say that again. And then she takes I didn't them off. She's like, "Excuse me, <laughs> it's for the children. The children, <laughs> the children.
6: The children. <laughs> it's about lifting them <laughs> up in a way." That takes them beyond what we do today. This is a very strong first yep. step for us. Excuse
2: me, it's a very strong first step. Oh yeah. Step for okay. Okay.
1: Excuse me. Was I had to take my sunglasses off because? Uh, and those are those are stylin'. Those yeah, are nice know, sunglasses. Really hot. For
2: the Speaker of the House.
1: Yeah. On her, They look, you know, terrific. <laughs> so agonizing. All uh, of it. I can barely. I can barely get through the days. Yep. <laughs> I yeah. I can, well, we you know, got to get to the woman. And the pirate. We got to oh, do yes, that do. because that'll make us feel better. Which,
2: by the way, that is a show prep, um, as predicted by yours truly, um, covered in um, a grease stain from yesterday's from yesterday's food adventure. I just, they're like, where do we put all, these, all this food? I was ah, just sit it on the show prep, whatever.
1: We were like <laughs> ravenous sharks going after a whale carcass yesterday. It was <laughs> not pretty. There was stuff flying everywhere.
2: Well, it's not fair to you is you got to do the interview. <laughs> I'm over there just, I'm already going through he, it. I don't care. So is
1: Jeffy. Whatever. I'm Jeffy eating. had his face buried in the stake before we even got done with the interview. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Home title lock. Uh, you know we had that huge real estate title uh, data breach. Man, nine hundred million homeowners file. You can't even get your head around that. Like it's just everybody's. We found out yesterday there were. I think we counted one point two billion households on the planet. 900 million of them have been breached. Is that like 85% or something? Uh, That's pretty huge. Yeah, 85, 90%. Mm -hmm. So chances are pretty good. Identity thieves have your information. What are they going to do with it? Well, they could take your home from you. Or they could just take out a huge loan against your equity and you get stuck with the payments. But here's the thing. The first 30 days are critical. Go right now to hometitlelock.com and register they're going to give you three uh free 30 days of coverage just for hanging out with them signing up go there right now 30 days of coverage for free at hometitlelock.com at gray unleashed You're with us, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And it's been it's been a tough day to get through with all the Democrat nonsense, <laughs> uh, but it does help to laugh at him. Um, it also helps to get our mind off it every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the the story of the woman who went on vacation? This is maybe a year ago, maybe a little bit longer than that. I don't remember where she went, but it was overseas somewhere, right? And she was it Australia, maybe was it Ireland?
2: I mean, that's where she ended up uh Huh
1: I'm getting hitched. She got hitched. So she got married in Ireland. Well, after she wars, met the person in Australia, I think, and then she was flying back and uh might be a different I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there were two maybe I'm conflating stories. Huh. Anyway, the woman met this, you know, three hundred year old dead pirate. Well, not the pirate, but the ghost of yeah, the, the ghost pirate, don't be ridiculous. Obviously. I mean, let's Pat. not be stupid. Come on, man. His rotting corpse isn't there. I mean, come on. <laughs> It's been 300 years. There's just bones left. Right. I think we all know that. Sure. No, she met the man, you know, and was really taken with him. And who wouldn't be? I mean, mean, he's a pirate. That's so romantic to meet a pirate. Think of Johnny Depp, if you will, without the alcohol and the abuse. Uh Think of, you know, the fun-loving Johnny Depp Uh as the pirate Johnny Depp. That one. Uh Uh, Anyway, she fell in love. They got married. Brought him back home. I guess introduced him to the family. (laughs) Here's my 300-year-old ghost pirate, and we're getting married because we're so in love. <sighs> oh, no. Don't
2: just, just, let's just... Let's enjoy the happy. Uh, Shall we enjoy the happy? Oh, uh, no. We, what are we doing? I, it, okay. It
1: pains, want, me, it pains me to have hey, to say. It's okay. <sighs> they've, they've split up. Oh,
2: come <laughs> on. Why'd you ruin the story? Broke it up.
1: And let's... look, if you can't count on the marriage of that woman to the 300-year-old ghost pirate... What is love? I I say there is no such thing. I say you can't count on any of it.
2: Yeah, true love. It doesn't exist. It's over. Well, true love knows no dimension. And apparently, um, doesn't last. It
1: just, it doesn't last. There's no such thing as forever love. If uh, if you can't believe in, in these two wacky lovebirds, I I don't know. (laughs) I just I'm so disillusioned.
2: Do you want, do you want to hear from her herself? Oh, yeah, I'd love to. I'd okay. love to. Let's uh, let's, let's see go the, to let's go the happy to see times. What she Let's do the happy say. times first.
1: Okay, happy times.
2: <clears throat> so,
0: there was really no precedent in the law here as to whether you could or couldn't do it. There was
4: just nothing. Sorry, what? She says when deceased pirate John Teague <laughs> contacted her spiritually, oh, okay. she had some doubts. Right until he proved himself by telling her <laughs> historic facts she later Googled and found to be true. I have found, um, by the Pause Christmas it for a second. That I had found... Uh, you know, here's
1: the, here's the cool thing. Uh-huh. She could feel the ocean fall and rise when he told his sailors stories.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we are. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> she could feel, uh, uh-huh. you know, the the rage and glory... <laughs> Uh, she could see it in his eyes or something, but you know, he always told the truth, uh-huh. Lord, he was an honest man and, uh, and she always did her best to understand. So that, I just wanted to get that out because, you know, it sounded like maybe the pirate wasn't telling true stories <laughs> and they have a propensity to, you know, exaggerate a bit, but he uh-huh. wouldn't do that. Cause, but, and
2: she did her best he, to understand.
1: Right. Yes. Okay. Yes, so here's Here is more. I Had
0: developed romantic feelings for him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which was was very unusual because um, very. I had never heard. Because he's like
1: <laughs> dead for three hundred. Uh, developing
0: romantic feelings <laughs> for for a, a spurt energy that they worked with.
1: Okay, um, do we don't have? Do we have the sad now too?
2: Well, well we had to finish the happy.
1: Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: She's obviously put together kind of gal. So mm-hmm. then, what
1: mm-hmm. happened? So then, what happened?
4: They were married on international waters in high spirits. But she says that didn't last long.
0: Well, the wedding day itself was a disaster. Everything went wrong. And pretty much from there on in, I had probably the worst run of luck like that anybody could imagine.
1: Mm. Oh, no, 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 (laughs) don't say it. Amanda
0: says that's when her health started to decline. Oh, boy unfortunately jack was um was taking far too much energy and literally draining me and um
1: good golly and
0: pretty much just yep. using me for his, his own selfish intentions oh, no she said when no. she asked him to stop no he didn't no he showed a different side to himself
2: <sighs> oh, wow and
0: it wasn't very nice and it was <laughs> it was very negative
2: negative
0: and um And I realized that, yes, that Jack
2: was
1: definitely using me as a host to to drain my energy. Oh, Mm. no. Oh, no. Boy, that's a heartbreaking story. Wow, it is. That is heartbreaking. Wow, he's draining her of her energy, uh, killing her softly with his song. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. on. I I got you. (laughs) Telling his whole life, Mm -hmm. his words, Mm -hmm. killing her softly with his song.
2: Yeah, just kind of repeat that over and over.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But did you hear that he sang a good song? Yeah, well, and and I also heard he had a style, too. Uh And And she came to see him, right? Yeah, well, to listen for a while. And then... There he was. There he was, this young boy, a stranger to her eyes, you know, strumming her pain with his fingers, singing her life with his words, killing her softly with his song. Killing her softly. Two times. With his song. (laughs) <laughs> Telling her whole life with his oh. words, <clears throat> killing her softly with his song.
2: Wow, 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 wow! Martin, nice, nice job wow, with that, good.
1: Martin. I mean, you are so Martin. That on key, that song uh, came out. I don't know, twenty years before you were born. Have you heard it? Yeah. What year were you born?
2: Yeah, that, that's mm-hmm. a jam. I was born in. That's 93.
1: a jam. That is a jam. What? 93?
2: Ninety th- what? Yeah, ninety Uh Then you, oh boy. This song may be just. A little bit older? How old?
1: Let's see. Uh, 73, I'm going to say. 72, 73. Killing, killing Me Softly has to be the Roberta Flack version, not yeah. the other one that came yeah, out later. Let's see. 1971, look at you. 71. You're right okay. there. Well, close. 888 thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter. We also got to get... We have to get to the... Uh, and, uh, Alexandria Casio cortez stuff. Uh, she is phenomenal. Oh, that's the word. Yep, yep. We all know that. Oh, plus, uh, we'll, so we'll get to that in a second, but we have somebody, uh, um, Liberty, from Kansas, hmm. is on the line. Welcome to The Blaze. Hi. Hi. Um, bingo! All right! Yay. Yes! All right, uh, tell us where your bingo occurred.
0: Uh, straight down the middle. Okay. Little column. Mm-hmm. With Please Clap. Mm-hmm. Sorry Sack.
1: Sorry Sack, which 18, we just did. Yeah.
0: Uh, without the express written consent of MLB. Okay. <laughs> and Keith's weird leg pain is mentioned.
1: <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Liberty. What, uh, what do you want from the shop.theblaze.com site?
4: A sweatshirt.
1: Awesome. All right. Hang on a second. We'll get you lined up with that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it'll it'll look something like that, mm-hmm. except it'll be a sweatshirt, not a t-shirt, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't she say the sweatshirt? Yeah,
2: she wants a sweatshirt. I don't, I don't, I don't have room for a sweatshirt down here, you know. Amidst the uh, the little pigs, which we haven't pulled out in a while, right? Not in
1: a while, yeah. Oh, mm. look at
2: that—a little hand puppet down here. I keep. hmm Wow. There's
1: all sorts of stuff. Oh. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat Unleashed where Ivan. Pierre Aguirre. Oh, yeah, that's a photographer guy who loves AOC. Yeah, Tweets out, uh, before AOC hit the national stage, it was just a fairly unknown House candidate from New York City. She took time away from her campaign and came down to Tornillo to protest the tent city housing migrant children uh, were forced to live in. (laughs) He (laughs) said, I made these previously unpublished photos a year ago today um, and Let's take a look at some of those photos. Mm-hmm. Because uh AOC responded. Boy, look at, look, look at, at this. Boy, she is feeling she the is pain. upset. Look it at is that. it's horrifying she's what she's looking crying.
2: at. Somebody hurt her. It's horrifying.
1: Oh, oh look oh at that. No. Hands in her hand, head oh, and hands, in hands uh-huh. just sobbing. Sobbing at what she's looking at. Oh, I
2: can't believe what I'm seeing.
1: She this can barely fin. even stand. She's doubled <laughs> over here. Look oh my. That.
2: Not happy. Not and not and
1: then just, uh, sad with the hair blowing in the wind.
2: some Righteous anger there happening. Mm-hmm. Oh, Oh, no. wait. No, look, look what was on the other side of the border. It, was, it wasn't it was like starving children. It was or, an empty parking lot. Parking lot. Was, <laughs> she gets really angry when what she looks over she, at an empty parking is she, lot. Is
1: she? You know, I thought maybe, okay, she's looking at a parking lot. Maybe there's no spaces available for her to park in. <laughs> no, they were wide open. They were wide open. <laughs> so she should have been fine.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's
1: uh, there's another politician down there, too. Phony. Down there hanging was out? There? Who, yeah, well, li- who else is down there?
2: Look at that. Look look who was uh, down there hanging out uh, by the fence.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she's weeping because she's looking at <laughs> Chris Christie's Christie. legs there. That's possible. I love
2: Photoshop. That's oh,
1: so amazing. <laughs> uh, AOC tweeted, by the way, I'll never forget this because it was the moment I saw with my own eyes that the America I love, the America she loves... Okay. since when it was becoming a nation that steals refugee children from oh. their parents and caged them oh, shut up you. more kids died after this to date no one has been held accountable we need to save these kids from a empty parking lot it is despicable what they're doing with this situation mm-hmm. um I don't, I don't know what they want to have happen when they come here illegally. We're not just going to say, okay, <laughs> have a good time in America. Thanks for sneaking in illegally. Uh-huh. Here's your fast they're, pass. They're going to have to be put, placed somewhere. Do you want them in there with adults who aren't their parents in many cases? Many cases are not their parents. We don't know who they are. We don't even know if the parents that claim to be are, in fact, their parents. So do you want them in in with the adults where there's a possibility they could be abused? Or do you want them to hang out in, in a place where they're, you know, safe and around other kids for a few days? I mean, it's just so unreal, the hysteria over this. But there she was, weeping, hmm? weeping at the border with a $600 watch on her wrist. <laughs> I mean, when you... I love that. You say it like that. <laughs> And it, it was almost too much for her to take because she really wanted a $60,000 watch, like one of those gold things from Rolex or something.
2: You know, she's such a, uh, a special American yeah. um, and just, mm-hmm. just already is in the upper echelon of what we have to offer as a society. They've actually started putting her on some
1: coinage. Were you aware of that? I wasn't aware of that.
2: Yeah, I want you huh. to Do we have any oh, look evidence that. of that? We
1: sure do. Look at that. Okay. It's, uh... Oh, it's the zero cents coin. <laughs> Coming soon zero cents so great (laughs) i love it i love it isn't the internet fun Uh that's just good clean fun right there also uh a story from the babylon bee that's important that we haven't gotten to for a few days Mm -hmm. Um, apparently alexandria ocasio cortez got her head stuck in a bucket (laughs) but um journalists Rushed to explain why that was actually a genius move.
2: Okay, I can't wait for this explanation. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: so great. Uh, they've got the they got the the breaking news uh, banner on uh, MSNBC for it, <laughs> and uh, the story AOC stuck in bucket. AOC head stuck in bucket. AOC leads the way on investigating bucket sizes with skull. <laughs> On Wednesday, New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez somehow got her head stuck in a bucket. She was heard yelling, who turned out the lights, (laughs) while repeatedly running full speed into walls. Republicans immediately pounced, (laughs) using this as proof that Ocasio-Cortez is kind of a dummy, unquote. (laughs) Many journalists, on the other hand, leaped to Ocasio-Cortez's defense, saying her getting her head... Firmly wedged inside of a plastic bucket was further proof of her being an intelligent and dynamic politician. <laughs> okay. Most people don't have her scientific curiosity and intelligence, said pundit Chris Hayes. <laughs> Someone incurious like Trump would never look at a bus bucket and ask, could my head fit inside that? <laughs> but Ocasio Cortez dives into such questions head first. Head first. She's making a bold statement, according to CNN's Chris Cuomo. Oh, okay. The bucket on her head is from Walmart, and she's saying loud and clear that corporations have blinded us all. Wow. You totally see this happening. That's powerful. So well, it did happen. It's right here oh, yes, in print. Sure. It's right here. We've got pictures of it. came through here. Many activists also defended Ocasio-Cortez on Twitter though they seem confused about exactly how to defend her. Some talking about how buckets are important to society and others calling for the destruction of all buckets. (laughs) As for Ocasio-Cortez, she's doubling down and refusing to apologize, even though the incident caused a huge delay for the Capitol janitorial staff. (laughs) I love it. So good. Ah, that's great. And then we got this tweet. Uh, We're 128. That was... Oh, the yeah. United States is 128th uh, in, what was it? Oh, oh, safest country or something? Was it safest? Something like that. Anyway, uh, they said, normally I'd say you need to explain this to Judy, but <laughs> it's so believable. So believable <laughs> right. That we don't. You're like, yeah, it probably, yeah. actually that, that Bucket AOC the bucket. story like, happened. probably happened. It happened. No kidding. I mean, she is butt stupid, so mm-hmm. you know that could happen. <laughs> you absolutely know that could happen. <laughs> Some other tweets here from, uh, at at Pat Unleashed, from B. DeBodine. What about the multicolored chocolate trans people? Yeah, they didn't mention any of them last night.
2: Right? I am sick of this exclusion. No
1: mention of the multicolored chocolate I'm getting kind of fed up, Democrats. Make it right tonight. From Jeffy's 18 spoons. (laughs) So far, Beto is the only Marxist candidate that sounds like a moron in two languages. (laughs) Uh
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm not sure. I think Cory Booker. Kinda, yeah, Cory Booker. Yeah. He joined him there. Beto, he Beto stole him. his thunder last night, and then Cory Booker stumbled around with his own Spanish phrase.
1: From I saw above me, the Dem debate was so fantasy-like that it should be renamed Comic-Con. <laughs>
2: there you go. I like that.
1: Uh, Kim Lavender. Francis. Robert Francis reminds me of the kid who tries too hard to fit in with the cool kids. It, he is just... Yes. He's, he's in over his head, man. He's flailing now.
2: Oh, Really embarrassing.
1: And rebel Republican, Beto is the Taco Bell of politics. Taco Bell isn't really Mexican and neither is Bobby Boy. Uh, Very true. (laughs) Bobby Boy. Uh, All right. Let me tell you about Sons of Liberty um, because this is a fun, excellent new book. And it's by Kenton Long. Go to KentonLong.com to pick it up. And by the way, you can just download it in three seconds and it's yours and you're reading it. Uh, It's about a little-known article in uh, the Constitution, a clause in Article 5. Now, you probably know about it because we've talked about it a lot, and you're informed anyway, but it's about the Convention of States, and... Uh, so this all revolves around that and Washington's corrupt elite trying to stop it with a books. ruthless civilian force.
2: I love books like this. It's great. It's got that element of uh, historical fact in there mm-hmm. and um, that's the only kind of novel that I'll read. I love it.
1: Uh, America's last best hope then is in the hands of a part-time blogger named Lance Singleton, who's a reluctant hero but and finds his faith and friends extend way beyond his keyboard. And then it's about how he... The Prodigal Sons of Liberty and the Patriot Underground uh, fight to save America. Now, the author, Kenton Long, is a former liberal who found his way to conservatism by learning about the founding fathers. And when he did, he was stunned. (laughs) This was the opposite of everything he was hearing about in liberal land. And he came around and then, you know, wrote a bunch of books. He's been writing since he was a kid. He used to write under his covers with a flashlight uh, late at night, late into the night so his parents wouldn't find out. Prodigal Sons of Liberty. It's a modern thriller by Canton Long, K-E-N-T-O-N, long.com. Get it there or at Amazon Books. At Gray Unleashed. Just to prove that there was another... bonehead looking like a douche in two separate languages Uh, here's Cory Booker stumbling around trying to Oh, I I can speak Spanish too I can Hispander too (laughs) I I can do that just like don't think he's the only one Hey, Hispanic people! I I
2: I speak your tongue. I memorized something for this moment, and I'm not going to let
7: Beto have the only Spanish spotlight. And here it is. <laughs> la situación, well, la situación ahora es inaceptable. <laughs> es de presidente ha atacado uh, a demonizado los inmigrantes. Es inaceptable. Voy a cambiar este. On day one. I will make sure that number one, we end the ICE policies Uh and the customs and border policies Uh are violating the human rights. When people come to this country, they do not leave their human rights at the border. Number two. I will make sure that we reinstate DACA, that we reinstate pathways to citizenship for DACA recipients and to make sure that people that are here on temporary protected status can stay and remain here. And then finally, we need to make sure that we address the issues that made Oscar and Valeria come Uh in the first place Uh by making major investments in the Northern Triangle, not like this president is doing, by sure. ripping away the resources we ripping. need to actually solve this problem. Uh, we cannot surrender our values and think that we're going to get border uh-huh. security. We actually will lose security
1: and our values. Yeah. We must fight for both. Okay. Wow, that was, that was funny. Yeah. I mean, right out of the gate. He screwed up the first word. Yeah, he did. So uh, bad. So bad.
2: And his big thing is we need to invest more in the Northern Triangle. So the Northern Triangle is, um, you know, like Honduras, Guatemala, Central America, countries down in there. Um, I don't think we should be giving any money no. to these countries. They're okay? all corrupt. You want to you trade with us? Fine.
1: The problem is the corrupt leadership. And that's why their countries are in such trouble right now. They've got corrupt leadership.
2: Who was the... Uh, Martin sent me a documentary thing. What, what country was that? Was that... Uh, was that Guatemala? They elected a new leader down there? Yeah. And he is vowing to clean it up, and he is not going to meet with the MS-13 gangs mm. who now hate him and have him marked for death. Scary. Um, so let's hope that he can bring change. But yeah, th- this is on them. This safe. is on their country. And they have elected a guy
1: who has promised to, to, to make it better. Mm-hmm. So good luck. When is America going to catch on to the fact that Democrat policies fail every single time? And we, all you have to do is look to Los Angeles, San Francisco, Philadelphia, uh, New Orleans, Chicago. Look at these failed cities. There's just an article I was reading about how San Francisco compares favorably to the slums in Mumbai. That's how bad San Francisco is now. It's, wow. you know, formerly one of the most beautiful cities in the world. One of these uh, UN reps just took a tour of San Francisco, and that's what she came out saying. Yeah, it's a lot like uh, the slums in Mumbai. You know, with the feces, the human feces, the tents set up all over the place, the abject poverty. Then you look at the same thing happening in Los Angeles, and you think, okay, what? What do these cities and others like them have in common? I don't know. Sixty years of Democrat leadership, policies that don't work. Duh. I wonder what what went wrong. The pandering. The terrible policies of trying to tax the rich people until they can't stay there anymore. The uh, the mentality that the government will take care of all the poor people will fix all your problems. It just makes the problems worse. This is proof positive in San Francisco. San Francisco is a toilet now, and so is L.A. Where you're talking about typhus, the plague. All of these diseases from the Middle Ages coming back. I, <laughs> yeah, it's Leilani Farah from the UN said, it, you know, I she spent four years as a United Nations special reporter for adequate housing. And so she went to Mumbai, yeah. Delhi, Mexico City, Jakarta, and Manila. And, and then she took a look at San Francisco and said, yeah, it's... It's a lot like those cities.
2: I mean, the third worldification of America is well underway, and San Francisco is kind of the epicenter.
1: Yep, that's what happens. When you look the other way on drugs and drug abuse, and they're selling it right on the streets, they're little marketplaces for drug dealers and their clients right on the streets of San Francisco and Los Angeles. <sighs> they could stop that, but Democrat policies are like, oh, gosh, no. No. No, we're not going to shut that down. You know what we'll do instead? And this will help. This will help a lot. We'll supply them with clean needles. Oh, good.
2: Yeah. And that's what they need. That'll fix clean it. Clean
1: needles so that they can inject heroin into their veins safely.
2: Literally. Yeah? The city that's is, they is they a want. toilet. Yeah. And instead of fixing it, they're hiring people to clean it up
1: and pick up the stuff. It's a good gig, too. It was... 100 was it a, grand a year, I think, right? It was more than... A, what, 125 it was like one, or something? It was maybe even 175. The poop patrol in San, San Francisco? A lot. Yeah. Let's see. Of course you'd have to pay a lot to do a job like that. Gosh, can't Imagine 184,000 a year
2: 184. for the poop patrol job. That's a lot. The no, wrong business, man.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm going to be heading in for my uh surgery tomorrow. Good luck. But uh, you can join Jeffy here with the the other guy. Yeah. And uh at least tomorrow and Monday. Uh maybe we'll see you Tuesday. See how this goes. I'm pat gray unleashed